Greetings, buddies, and welcome back to another episode of My Life, Not Yours. Here we are again, another new week, and wow, there are a few things that have really made me think in the last few days, one of which is Uprising, a documentary by Steve McQueen, a renowned director who directed 12 Years a Slave. Anyway, in the UK, he's got a three-part series called Uprising because in 1981, I think it was, there was a house party in London and it had 14 to say 18-year-olds in And it was at the time of National Front, so that's racist. We had a Prime Minister who was conservative and a bit of a cow, to be honest with you. Mm, Margaret Thatcher. And it was just a really difficult time for black and brown skinned people in Britain, particularly in London, where people were arrested for no reason, beaten up in police cells and oh god again i just feel so passionate about these topics because these people have taken a lot of pain to allow me to stand where i am today and it wasn't that long ago in 1981 there were these young people in a uh, party and to this day there is the big belief it was arson someone tried not arson sorry someone tried to burn these kids to death and they succeeded there are over 100 people in this party and 13 people died the youngest was 14 And it was absolutely disgusting what the UK government and policing at the time didn't do. Not what they did do, but what they didn't do. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I've watched this over the last few days and it's just horrifying. Steve McQueen, who lives in Holland, look him up. Uh, Interesting character to portray and bring this to light. It's called the New Cross. It's called Uprising, but it's all about the New Cross fire. And there were survivors and... The power of black and brown skinned people to come together and rise together is so strong. Which leads me nicely into the power of you. The power of personal development. Welcome back. And I thought it was really apt at this point in my podcast to really think about you as a person. I have talked a lot about me and I will continue to talk about me and lessons I've learned. And I never really realised how much power one can really hold. And actually, if you tap into that power from within, whatever that looks like for you, you'd be surprised what life can chuck back at you in a positive, positive way. And I sound like I'm a prophet or something sometimes when I'm here on this poddy, just because I want to shout it from the rooftops about the transformation I've really been through over the years and some of the stuff that's allowed me to take on myself to make me a better person. I've always been a fan of personal development, especially when I went to dark places in my head and I didn't understand why I was there. And that was when I needed to investigate. I realised that being caught up in the care system, I've come out unscathed. I'm not on the street. I'm not homeless. I've got money. You know, all these things that people have, you know, really been traumatised from being in the care system. I thought I got away unscathed, but actually it did kind of fuck me up. From relationships, I'm not talking about intimate relationships, I'm talking with anybody, communication. There was always this kind of anger and this loneliness. And there's one person who pointed out last year to me, you cannot live in the past, you need to leave that behind. But it has been a big eye-opener for me. And I can't recall when my personal development journey began, 
But what I do know, there was something inside that always allowed me to get through some of the challenges that I faced and I managed to get through it. So whatever was inside was working. Whilst there are still challenges now, I embrace them differently and believe it or not, I don't feel anxious or worry like I used to. So many things used to bother me and particularly when people would give feedback about how I've been or was, it was it's obviously a personal piece of feedback, but the way I used to take it was just insanely bad. I couldn't cope. I just thought someone was attacking me and I didn't want anybody to tell me what I was like or what I've been like or how I'm acting. It was really bad. So I think doing the personal development is giving me a level of awareness and I'm making myself a priority. No matter what, whatever it takes, I'm just embracing my power. So one thing that's uh, not really been to do with power, but is about gut feeling. Okay, so I've been concerned about my vitamin B levels because the doctor had said to me way back in March, I had some blood tests for something else and they said your vitamin B6 levels are really high. Now, first of all, people don't really know what vitamin B6 is. It's part of the B12 family, but it's dangerous because if it's so high, you get this condition called neuropathy where your nerve endings can go and it's irreversible. So I started to get really freaked out by this, but guess what? I didn't get freaked out until it was mentioned again. Oh, did you ever go to have another blood test? to see if your levels have come down because apparently b6 can be found in supplements that you may take now i take supplements but i take really good ones and my nutritionist had said "Mm, i'm not sure about where that's coming from because you know the the amounts that are in your normal supplements anyway i'm waffling bottom line is my gut feeling was i'll be okay but what i did is I didn't use that to to take it any further. And in the end, I got a blood test a couple of weeks ago and the results have come back all fine again. So I don't know if it was just at that time in March. And I think this leads me nicely into awareness. I thought it would be quite cool to do the power of personal development and I go through some letters of the alphabet not every week and bore you stupid but just things that I think will help you in your journey just in life whether you're into personal development or not some of these things may have been picked up by others and some may not have done but if you're aware of them surely that's got to be a good thing a aware and I mean self-aware Being self-aware is the ability to see yourself clearly and objectively through reflection and introspection. So let's just break that down. How often do you check yourself, really, really check yourself and reflect on things and have that moment where you're staring up into the sky thinking, who am I? What am I? And it's important to be aware of who you are because there are traits, behaviours and feelings that not only can impact yourself and how you grow and how you live your life, but these can also impact others. Let's think about that. If I think about some of my traits and behaviours, I used to get really stroppy if someone said anything that wasn't positive towards me. And actually, it just lowered my vibration. But I got quite defensive. So there's a behaviour right there. And my feelings were dented. It made me become rock bottom. And I'll never forget there was uh, a friend of mine who plucked up the courage because she always thought I was quite defensive. And that's related to being in the care system. Absolutely. I was always defensive. I I brought that through into adult life. And she plucked up the um, courage to tell me a few things about myself. And, you know, when she told me, I just burst into tears. I was in this restaurant and I burst into tears because I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. And the reason why I couldn't believe it, because 
I wasn't aware of what I was like. Now, as an example, my strong voice. I know when I'm trying to comfort someone, I will bring it down so soft and just be mindful of how I'm speaking. As opposed to I'm on this podcast now and I'm coming across as something completely different. I want to be heard. I want to be clapped. I want to be whatever. But you get my drift. So my strong voice can be taken for confidence and commanding, authoritative, maybe even bossy. And it's not. It's just that I've got this kind of deeper voice and it's quite strong and it comes across as quite commanding. The other thing is written communication. I particularly think this just doesn't apply to me, but I used to, without being aware of it, be very snappy on social media and well, why haven't you done that? Or da, 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 da. And we forget perception and how somebody else is going to re-see something. And this was really interesting because the other week a friend of mine went through something and uh, she sent me a message and I said, do you realise how that came across? And she said, oh God, I've just been pulled up for that somewhere else. And what was nice is that because it happened to me and I was aware how I used to be, even if you put an emoji in, for example, something on social media, whether it's WhatsApp message, it can soften the whole thing. So just be mindful. If, you, if you're in a rush, probably don't send a message. But yeah, for her, she then became aware of that. And it was someone like me was able to give a detail around it as well, because sometimes we are aware, but not really aware. Yeah, I know I speak like that. But when somebody says, no, actually, you need to train your voice in different situations or who you're speaking to. So if I'm speaking to my goddaughter, who's only 22 years old, she's not going to receive my tone of voice the same way as someone who's older. Anyway, I think you get the gist in terms of traits, behaviours and feelings. And it's really funny because when I was younger, I knew, I was aware that I looked different, but I was also aware that I had talent. So being black, I stuck out like a sore throne being brought up in the countryside. And I was aware of that. What I wasn't aware of is how that was going to impact my life going down the line. And to be fair, it doesn't take personal development to know that. But what you do know is in certain situations, if you're aware of your colour and how it might impact the outcome, then you can prepare differently, I think. Not always. And I don't want colour to be the forefront of my being when I'm doing something, but we've got to be aware of it. We've got to be aware. I believe self-awareness is important because we have a better understanding of ourselves. And, you know, I've already mentioned that when I've spoken to friends in the past about negative traits and how badly I took it. But now, because I know some of my not so special traits or behaviours, I think I've really managed to change and, and change those negatives into positives. And when we know ourselves, we become a lot more empowered to make changes and build on our areas of strength as well as identify areas we'd like to make improvements. What I love about this is when you're making progress, you feel it not just from the inside, but you also exude it on the outside. And a friend has said to me the other day, even though I've been doing personal development for years, but I've gone on a different level since we've been in lockdown. She said, you're just exuding a completely different vibe. I love the positivity. And for me, it has been more of a case of you can't change what you can't change. You can only get on and do what you need to do now. I can't foresee tomorrow. I certainly can't bitch about yesterday. So I need to just keep moving forward, progress and keep my vibration on a high. And let's be honest, there are different types of awareness, but physical self-awareness is easier to adopt 
I'm aware when I'm a teenager that I got hairs growing in places that I didn't think could grow there or I've got bumps and lumps popping out that shouldn't have been there or I'm getting a, a feeling there's emotional feelings and so we're talking about puberty and whatever but taking it on a mental level public self-awareness is something I really worked on and let me tell you something this is something to do with um, the traits I've gained from my mother example my resting bitch face being a person of colour and how I come across to others be it friends in work I'm always checking myself so this resting bitch face I am so aware of it now that I walk around sometimes not all the time if I'm walking down the road I'll make sure I've got my headphones in even if I'm not listening to music and I pretend to speak to somebody because speaking to somebody when I'm not supposed to be speaking to somebody makes me appear like I'm smiling you get that so that's how much I'm aware of it because I've had people come up to me before and say is everything all right you don't look very happy I'm fine just that resting fucking bitch face the downside of public awareness i.e self-awareness is it can lead to anxiety and I've been a victim of this as well. You become obsessed with how others perceive you and constantly you seek validation. I used to be a big time warrior and it wasn't just with work and presentations because that's kind of a given but just things and you're seeking this validation and become a people pleaser. I'm reading this very interesting book on that actually how you please people and I didn't think there'd be much you could say about that you please people but it goes deep as to why people do that and I think I was a bit of a people pleaser because I was trying to seek and fit in and this all came down to my identity crisis and I believe now that I'm okay with who I am and I don't need that validation from others. I am what I am. So let's talk about the benefits of being self-aware. Because let me tell you something, there's a lot of people that really are not self-aware. They haven't got a clue. And people are too scared to pull them up as well and just, just say, did you know that you... And it's not a case of an ism like a tick or something. Did you know that your lip curls every time? I mean, it's good to be aware of those, but there's certain things that you just can't change. But benefits of being self-aware, it ends up making us more proactive. It allows us to see things from another's perspective, which I think is really important because you don't live in this planet on your own. You live with a whole heap of other people. I feel being self-aware has made me a better decision maker. Not it, it might not be for everybody, but I think it does help that whole process. When it comes to work, depending if you work for yourself or in a company or whatever, I think it makes us better being self-aware and especially in the workplace when you're under so much scrutiny. And in doing so, it makes us better communicators and that alone enhances our self-confidence. In fact, self-awareness has the potential to enhance every experience you do because it's a tool really that you can use anywhere, anytime and you just have to ground yourself in the moment, evaluate yourself and the situation and this all helps you to make the best choices. If you're not self-aware, Oh my God. I can't even think of any examples. I know a few people that are not self-aware and uh, yeah, we'll leave that. Let's go to another A. Affirmations, my favourite. Don't you just love an affirmation? Well, if you're not quite sure what they are, I'm going to give you an awakening about affirmations. They are like planting seeds, positive seeds that grow in abundance. 
the more you think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker those affirmations are going to come to light. Basically, an affirmation is a positive statement that can help you overcome self-sabotaging negative thoughts. It's really all about self-care and you can repeat them, make them as often as you want. But the key thing is you have to believe in what you're saying to see those changes. You can't just say, I am worthy of a great life and not actually believe it because that's a waste of time. So for me, I just enjoy coming up with really positive statements. And let me give you some examples of positive affirmations that I have pulled together. And I will kind of say daily, particularly in the morning. So one of my favourites is, I am grateful for my life chapters. I am blessed who I am today. I am grateful for my life chapters. I am blessed with who I am today. The other one I absolutely love because it's been an eye opener this year is I'm owning my truth. It's setting me free. This is where the basis of this podcast came from, if I'm absolutely honest with you. I'm owning my truth and it's setting me free. And one more, loving myself unconditionally is non-negotiable. Loving myself unconditionally is non-negotiable negotiable. Hopefully that gives you a little example of what some of the positive affirmations can be. And other ones are, I forgive myself for not being perfect because I know I'm human. And I like this one. I actually came up with this the other day because I did a podcast episode on perfection and procrastination. (laughs) And I thought I've got to come up with an affirmation so that I can just tell myself that I forgive myself for not being perfect because I am bloody human. I look at my day and another one I love is I know accept and I'm true to myself because people can't accept who they are and this was going to be my third A so I'll come on to that I am a unique and worthy person and I really love coming up with these affirmations and I challenge you to come up with at least five and list them on your phone look at them daily and really believe and again you might be thinking mumbo jumbo I don't really believe in all of this and things are going to happen but you know people use this phrase karma what goes around comes around yeah you're damn right it does so if you can take that same thought process for affirmations then you will see and I start mine as I said in the morning coupled with my meditation and I really love it so let me give you some top tips on how to use these affirmations make up special meaningful phrases in your own words and make them credible and and more effective I know I can accomplish anything I set my mind to okay that's number one Number two, write them down because you won't remember them. And actually, I think it's quite nice having them on some kind of mood board or on your phone that you can look at every day, especially when you've got those moments of feeling a little bit, can I do this or am I worthy of and whatever. But you need a nice little quiet spot. And if you set that kind of affirmation and intention earlier on in the day, you just flood through it. Always stay in the positive. I am good at this instead of I will not be bad at this. You see the difference? You put a negative in there. As I said before, find a specific time place and repeat them at least no not repeat I do mine once a day but if you wanted to you could do it before you go to bed or every time you come across the mirror if you're that fucking vain you can say it again when you're in the mirror and when you state them state them with conviction enthusiasm and desire and really believe in what you have said you need to live it and you need to practice what you are affirming make sense I hope so so lastly moving on to acceptance which is another a and I felt this was really important because a lot of people don't accept who they are whether it's from a physical beauty point of view or just as a human living here now because of the things that people do to change
change what they are, what they do is insane. So I think when you accept yourself as you are, you really start to put an emphasis on your own well-being. And there's so many people I hear, what if, I would love to be, and the list goes on and on. I've been there, I've done it. You need to know your value and your worth, whether it comes to business, the friends you keep, what you deserve, all of that. Because if you know it, it won't matter if others do not recognise it at all. Many people don't accept themselves and instead search for flaws in others. And I've seen this and I did it, especially when I was younger, because I couldn't accept who I was because I was effectively lost in my identity. I didn't know who I was. So I'd always pick out flaws. I mean, I'm a Virgo anyway. I'm extremely critical, which I've tried to work on, but I've effectively grown and accepted who I am now in my own skin as a black woman. Yeah, as a black skinned woman and who I love unconditionally. And that's a big one for me, right? Because I've been in intimate relationships before. I haven't loved myself and I've expected someone else to come in and love me. And that ain't going to fly. You have to accept who you are and love yourself before someone else is going to come in and do it. So for all of you single bods out there have belief in yourself and love yourself more than anything because you can't expect someone to step into your domain and do that for you point blank period it ain't gonna happen acceptance comes on many levels i think i've just said that like physical appearance and straight beauty and at the weekend i was out with somebody and this girl walked past we know there's loads of like fake tits and fake lips fake bums and all this shit but this woman's lips were so bad i just stopped instead i know that's a bit rude but I couldn't I couldn't help myself but you see because she hasn't accepted who she is thinks her lips are too thin or her nose is crooked or whatever she'd gone too far I mean the plastic surgery was insane a bit like there's um there's a woman in the UK who used to be I don't know she used to be a glamour model which means getting your boobs out and whatever else called Katie Price she's had so much plastic surgery I don't even know what the real woman would look like underneath that but I just remember last year seeing so many articles of particularly women who wanted a bigger butt and they wanted it to look like black women's butts they were injecting fat from other parts of their body into their ass and I'm like really can't you just accept your fucking body for what it is Europeans versus black and whatever we're all different the fact is you accept yourself so the other levels are comparisons which sort of plays into what I've just been saying only compare yourself with yourself not others and I again because of my identity crisis I used to always compare myself with others and it can really beat you up and I think we see this a lot on social media especially young influencers who are being followed by young followers and they can't accept who they are because they want to be somebody else and I I just find it really 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 sad and lastly I think it's really important to celebrate your achievements and give yourself a pat on the back from time to time because you should accept that you celebrate the wins and those wins you probably do every single day but don't even realise it whether it's pulling yourself out from a dark place to winning the job you want or going shopping and getting all the right things when you might have been flustered I don't know great things are achieved daily but you just don't know it so I think my whole thought for the day around the power of personal development in particular starting with A is be proud of who you are today because acknowledging it will raise your vibration. Raising your vibration will give you this energy when you walk tall, you're smiling inside and out and it's magnetic. People feel that. Work on your self-awareness, accept who you are and scribe a few positive phrases down aka affirmations and read them daily with a smile on your face.
That's it, peeps. I look forward to speaking to you again soon.